today on Living a Life of Victory. In order for your faith to work, your faith must see something. If your faith can't see it, your faith can't get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith got to see it before your faith get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith need to see itself being there before it gets there. And now for today's teaching series entitled, Faith That Sees, here's Pastor Dexter Skeppel. You need to put your faith in action. Do you all remember that? If you have faith, your faith needs to be in action. In order for God to use your faith, your faith has to be in action. You all remember that? Well, today we want to talk about the faith that sees, because your faith got to see something. Your faith got to see it. Amen. Your faith has to see it. So in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, we're going to start off in verse 22 and end up probably in verse 32, and we allow the Spirit of God to minister to us. It says this in verse 22, and it says, straightway, Jesus constrained his disciple to get into a ship, to go before him to the other side. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mount apart to pray, and when he was, the evening was come, he was there alone. And when the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, with the winds, contrary, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when his disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a what? Come on, say it loud. It is a what? It is a spirit. And they cried out for what? But straightway Jesus spoke unto them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And when he had come, and when Peter had come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Say, you got to get out the boat. Come on, come on. Come on, say it again. You got to get out the boat. Come on, tell yourself, talk to yourself. Come on, say, ah, yeah. You cannot walk on the water if you stay in the boat. You cannot walk on water until you get out of the boat. If you stay in the boat, you cannot walk on the water. So you got to make up your mind. If I'm going to walk on the water, I have to what? That's not anything too deep, is it? Now, In order for you to walk on the water and get out the boat, you have to leave some people behind. Because a lot of us want to walk on the water with somebody else. Sometimes you got to walk on the water by yourself. And you got to prove God for yourself, by yourself. And when your faith works for you, that's when others would follow. Now, you know, it's very comfortable in the boat. See, birds of a feather, what they do? They're just, they're just in a group, a big old happy group. And sometimes when you leave your group, they criticize you. I said, when you leave your group, they criticize you. And if you are people prone, you go back into the boat. Come on, somebody. And stay in the boat with them and sink in the boat with them. And sometimes it's good to get out and walk on this water by yourself. See, if you have too many, ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. See, having too many friends sometimes can be a problem. Can I get a hand over here? Can I get, can I get, can I, can I get, some, can I get some love over here, though? Because I ain't feeling no love over here. I said sometimes having too many friends with too many opinions can sometimes work against you, especially if you're in the same boat with them. 
Because a lot of people will love you if you stay in the boat with them. And Peter made up his mind, I'm not going to stay in this boat with these other disciples. I'm going to step out and take a risk and walk on this water and see what this water feels like. Do you know what kept those other disciples in the boat? Fear kept them in the boat. And what keeps us in the same boat is fear. Afraid of what other people are going to say. Let me tell you something. If you live your life being afraid of what other people are going to say, you will stay in the same boat for the rest of your life. How many of you know sometimes when you leave the boat, you just have to leave in silence? Oh, boy, just, geez. you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. Let me say that again because some, some, some people miss this. This is, this, is deep. this is deep. When you leave the boat, you must leave the boat in silence. Don't announce that you're leaving the boat because it's harder to leave the boat if you announce to everybody I'm leaving the boat. You just walk out the boat. And whenever they figure out that you are no longer in the boat, by the time they start criticizing you about leaving the boat, you already outside the boat. Come on, somebody. Come on, clap your hands. Come on. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands. Hallelujah. Because some people will never let you leave. If you leave and make an announcement that you're leaving, they'll never let you leave. Man, we've been in the same church for all our life. Your grandmother went to this church. Your auntie went to this church. You know, auntie, auntie, you love, how are you going to leave us like that? How are you going to leave? See, some people will tell you why it's better for you to stay in this same boat. Because it doesn't mean because you're comfortable that I'm going to be comfortable. Peter got to the point and the place where he was no longer comfortable staying in the boat with them. See, if you are comfortable staying in the same boat, then when you're comfortable, we always stay in the same boat. But how many know when you're not comfortable, it's time to exit the boat? Are y'all with me this morning? Because I'm... Are y'all, are y'all listening? So, in this thing him, Peter had to leave the boat in silence. Now, I hope you got a revelation on this because some of us have been leaving and been making a whole heap of ado about us leaving. Just leave in silence, and when you leave in silence, you get to leave a lot quicker and a lot easier. By the time they figure it out, you're already gone. Now, here we go now. I love this here because this is revelation knowledge that's coming here fresh and free to you. And Peter answered and said unto him, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come on the water unto thee. And he said, what? He said, what? Come. What is that? An open invitation for anybody who wants to come, to come. He said, come. But only one came, he says. And when Peter had come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the winds that was boisterous, and that's where I want to park here today, is what are you seeing? What, What are you seeing? What are you seeing in your life? What are you seeing? Are you seeing good things in your future? Are you seeing good things? Are you seeing good things? I talked to a young individual recently, and he said, I don't see myself living past 55. How many of you know 55 is much too young to die? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on. I said 55 is a little bit too young to die. Especially you got to get that social security check. 
Hallelujah. Amen. I ain't dying unless I get that. Amen. I don't put too much money in that. I want my money back. Amen. And for spite, I'm living over 100 because I'm getting all my money back. I want my money back. They've been taking too much. So come on, somebody. I want my social. That's the only reason I'm living past 100 because I'm going to get my social. Amen. Can somebody say amen to the preacher? Amen. I'm getting my social. I don't know if they have social security, but I'm going to get mine. Amen. I don't have to grandfather me, and I didn't put too much in there. I'm, how many understand what I'm saying? I'm living long just to get my social security back. Amen. Can somebody say he's a crazy preacher? Hallelujah. Crazy in a good way. Amen. So anyhow, here, here we go. Here we go. When he saw the wind was boisterous, he was what? Afraid. What do you see? Because in order for your faith to work, your faith must see something. In order for your faith to work, your faith must see something. If your faith can't see it, your faith can't get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith got to see it before your faith get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith need to see itself being there before it gets there. Here we go now because your faith needs to see it. Nothing happens until your faith is able to see. Nothing happens in the spirit realm until your faith is able to see it. See, I see some things, henceforth I speak it. So your faith needs to see. Now, here we go. I want you to, to let's go back. Uh, let's go to, to Matthew chapter Let's go to Matthew chapter 8. Your faith needs to see something. Now, you know what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 29, don't you? In verse number 12, it says, and without, uh, no, in, in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people, what? If nobody can see, then nobody can go. When nobody sees something, nobody can go there. So in essence, my faith needs to see it. I need to see it. If it is, if it is believing God for a spouse, you have to see yourself with your spouse. Are you listening to me? Not with somebody else's spouse. Come on. Not with somebody else's spouse. If you need to see something, I see myself. I see myself a certain way. So guess what? Because I see it. That means I can receive it because I can see it. There's a story of an individual, a young man, who he wanted to become the dean of a college. So every day he would dress up like the dean. And he will walk past the dean's office. And he said, one of these days, I'm going to be the dean. Why? Because faith has to see it. And when faith see it, faith has to speak it. So you got to see it. So every time he passed by the office dressed up like the dean, he said, one of these days, I'm going to be the dean of this college. Faith got to speak something. Faith have to see something. If you can see it, you can get it. And this man, this young man, keep on saying this. I'm going to be dean of this college. Somebody saw him one time. He said, you always dressed up like you are the dean of this college. And guess, he said, guess what he said? He said, one of these days. What did he say? One of these days, I'm going to be what? 
See, his faith was challenged, and immediately when his faith was challenged, he responded with where he was going. So he said, you always dressing up like you think you're going to be the dean of the scholars. What's what he said? Ma, I'm going to be, one of these days I'm going to be what? Child of God, you have to see yourself there. Are you all listening to me? You, you have to see yourself there. Do you see yourself where God wants you to be? Because if you can see yourself there, you can get there. Your faith can get you there. If you see yourself as an international businessman, you have to see yourself there. Go ahead and buy yourself a briefcase. You got to see yourself there. You have to see yourself there. If, if that's what you say you see, then you're going to start acting like what you see. Are you listening to me here, child of God? You have to act the way you see yourself. Now listen to me. If somebody sees you in a way that you don't see yourself, then don't receive it. Are y'all, are y'all listening to me here? Is, is anybody? Is anybody? If somebody see you in a wrong way, that you, I don't see myself in that way, then you don't receive that. I see you. I see you. I'm poor. No, I don't receive that. Why? Because that's not the way I see myself. Now, in order for faith to work, faith needs a plan. I want you to write this down. If you, if you say you have faith, then where is the plan? Faith can't work unless faith has a plan. I said faith cannot work until faith has a plan. Faith needs a plan. In order for faith to jump aboard and ride this train, faith needs a plan. If you are going to move in the things of God, faith needs a plan. Your faith needs a plan. Your faith needs to see. Your faith needs to hear. Your faith needs to talk. If you have faith, your faith needs a plan. Your faith needs to see. Your faith needs to talk. Faith is a living organism that's on the inside of you. Are you listening to me here, child of God? There is nobody that can stop you from being successful but you. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, when it's all finished, it really, really the finger ought to be pointed at you because a lot of times we're afraid to point at ourselves. It's easy to blame everybody else. It's easy to blame a senator, a governor, a sitting president. Why? Because it's easy because it was their fault. But when it comes time to point at ourselves, we don't do the pointing at ourselves. Come on, point at yourself and say, the problem is me. In essence, I need to see something. My faith needs to get a hold of a target and see it and receive it by faith. Here we go. Here we go. Mark chapter 8. Let's see if we got something here. Let's see if we got something here. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 8 verse 22. Your faith needs to see something. Here we go. Here we go. It's the story of the blind man. How many of you know that when you're blind and you cannot see by faith, It's like everything comes to a halt in your life. Everything comes to a halt. You can't really do the things that you want to do. Why? Because everything has come to a halt. Why? Because we're not seeing things. I need to see it. And and I'll tell you more about this at another time. Um, But there was one particular brother and he... He, um, he was trying to get me to buy something, and I said, and I said, I said, I don't see myself there. I, said, I, I just, I just, I just don't, I don't see myself there. How many of you know when you don't see it, you, you, you can't really, you can't really go there? No, no, no. Can, can I use another example since y'all didn't get that? We, we, 
Um, Terry is a, Terry needs prayer. He needs lots of prayer. We went to this car dealership years ago. I'll tell you all this story. What kind of car was it again? It was the Bentley. It was the Bentley. It was the Bentley. It was the Bentley. You remember it. You remember it. It was the Bentley. We went to the Bentley dealership. And for those of you who don't know what a Bentley um, is, a Bentley is a very expensive car. It's like buying two houses. It's like buying two houses. So, you know, we were just driving in, in, in Florida. We were, we were driving. Just stop, stop, stop. All right. We pull ourselves in there, you know, and, and I know Bentley car salesmen is a little bit, you know, they're on the uppity side, you know. So we got in there, you know, and um, we sat down. And, um, and, 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 and the guy said, he said, he said, Oprah has a car like this. You know, I ain't saying nothing. You know, I'm just keeping my mouth shut. Terry wanted to go sit in the Bentley. I mean, I don't want to go sit in no Bentley, amen? I feel they might charge me. So I ain't going to no Bentley, man. I'm just sitting outside in the car. I'm just being as cool. I mean, they just went in the car. They sit in the Bentley. And Terry said this. Now, listen to this now because this is how faith speak. I did not say we're going to buy a Bentley. I said Terry was in the Bentley. Let me don't scare you now. I said Terry was in the Bentley. She sat down and then she said, I can see myself driving one of these. I can hear y'all ain't want to clap because I didn't want to clap either. Amen. Trust me, I won't be clapping at all. No, 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 no. Seriously, seriously. No, 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 no. That's a three hundred something thousand car, and I was like, "Let we go to yes." In my mind, I'm saying, "Let's let we see." Because when I talk to myself, I talk to myself in cruiser. So let me go to yes quick, my son. Before these people call the police. So we in there, we sitting down. And, and Terry said, I could, I could see myself in this. And then she got the matter even worse. She started asking the man question. Well, where is this? And how does this work? And, 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 and how about this? And how about that? And, and how about this? And I'm like, come on, just shut up. Let's get out of this. Because we're driving the man crazy. The man know we ain't come to buy no Bentley. We just want to sit down in a man's car. And we in there. I'm just in my mind. I'm, how many, have you ever talked, those of you who are married, have you ever talked to your spouse and you like, this, this, this. And you go like, <laughs> you go like, <laughs> like, but deep down inside you're talking like, just let's go. Let's, let's, let's just go. I mean, let's go. This is embarrassing. You talking to me. This is completely embarrassing. I was like, so we, we, we're there in the middle of this stuff, and I'm not saying like, okay, let's, let's just go. And then she kept on saying, I can see myself in this. I can see myself in this. Now, listen to me. With faith, your faith must see yourself there before you get there. If you cannot see yourself there, you will never get there. Why? Because faith will never allow you to get there until you see yourself there. Okay, I lost y'all. Okay, I lost y'all. Hello, here we go again. Here we go again. Now, let's go. I'm going to give you another example because that first one bombed, the second one bombed. So let me go to the third one now. Okay, let me go to somewhere y'all can receive a little bit. Maybe I go down a little bit, a little bit of notch. What Terry would do is Terry would go in shores. And she would start taking pictures. Click. 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 And me in the back of my mind with my face says, you can click all you want. <laughs> click, click. Go ahead and click. You can click. Click. Go ahead. Click. Click, click yourself right. Uh, go ahead. Use all of it. Click. 
Dex, isn't this, when she's trying to, to, to soothe me over, Dex, isn't this beautiful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But deep down in the heart, deep down on the inside, I'm saying like, you could stand there with your nonsense. I live in Clifton Hill and I'm happy. Now listen to this now. I'm helping you now with something. There are times people have to drag your faith. Come on, somebody. Are you understanding this? Come on. Hello, 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 hello. There are people that God has put in your life to help get you out of where you are. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands. Come on. And all they're trying to do is to get you to believe something bigger than where you currently are right now. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? So your faith is going to need somebody to help you to see stuff. And if you're not going to get somebody who can help you see, you can never go. You'll stay in the same place for the rest of your life. Why? Because nobody is trying to get you to see bigger. So all the time I'm refusing to see bigger. Why? Because what? I'm more comfortable in the boat. Come on. Once you're comfortable in the boat, you literally get mad for people who are trying to show you stuff outside the boat. Come on, somebody. Come on. So what God does is God bring people around you to show you stuff outside the boat that you can go outside the boat, but you've got to have enough faith to believe God that I can achieve what is outside the boat too. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. So I say it now. Over you that you are going to live in the best. I say it now. If you stay in this church. You're going to hear me preaching over you every Sunday. You are going to live in the best. If, I, if I'm telling you. I don't care how much you scream over it. I said you are going to live in the best. You are going to wear the best. You are going to drive the best. You're going to have a first class life. For the rest of your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I must tell you right now, my Bentley faith is not there yet. I'm far away from Bentley faith. Amen. I'm far, but I'm getting there now because what? Somebody has to show you so that you can see it first. I'm not talking about cars and homes. I'm talking about life. That God wants you to have a better life. Are you listening to me? God wants you to have a better life. Now, in the book of Mark, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 8. Are you all there? I'm not there yet. Are you in Mark chapter 8, verse 22? Here we go. Talking about the blind man getting healed. Because if you're blind, spiritually, you need your healing today. You need your healing today. You need to be able to see some things that you cannot achieve, but you can achieve by faith. Amen? Are you there? And he that cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and beseech him, or besought him, To touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. I want you to see this. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if 
he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. My good God almighty. And after he put his hands on him, upon his eyes, he made him look up. I want you to stop. 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 Look at me now. Look at me. Look at me. The Bible says he made him look up. Ah, y'all didn't catch that. He made him look up. He didn't look up on his own. He was looking down and he he made him look up. He was looking, he, wherever he was looking, he was not looking up, and he made him look up. Hello, hello, somebody. His head was down, he wasn't looking at the right direction, and the Bible says he made him look up. In the spirit realm today, God is going to make you look up. Come on, somebody, come on, somebody, come on, somebody. He, he, he looked at him, and he made him look up. Glory to God. If you're looking down today and you're looking at the wrong thing, God is going to make you look up. If you're looking down, God is going to make you look up. Why? Because God could not use him until he make him to look up. Come on, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Come on, God, today in the spirit realm, what Terry was doing for me is she was making me look up. That's the end of our broadcast for Living a Life of Victory. We hope you received something out of today's message. To order the series, Faith That Sees, please call 340-778-1575 and ask for the media sales representative. For more information about our ministry, please log on to our website at www.speakthewordministries.org. Stay tuned for final words from Pastor Dexter Skeppel. Over the years, the power of prayer has grown tremendously among mature Christians, new believers, and even children in their primary years. For some of us, when we pray, we sometimes feel that our prayers are left unanswered. Well, let us stand in intercession for you. Our prayer counselors are ready to stand on God's word in agreement with you to help you in any prayer facet in your life. You can call us at 340-778-PRAY. That's 340-778-7729. Our phone lines are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and our prayer counselors are eagerly waiting to assist you. So call us now. We are here for you. As promised, here are final words from Pastor Dexter Skeppel. Praise the Lord. God bless you. We're talking about faith that sees If your faith cannot see the end thing and your faith cannot receive the end thing and that is what God has given you, you'll never get it. You have to see it first and you need to have faith that sees. I want to release this word on you today like never before, faith that sees. And I know that as a result of God's word that your life will never be the same again. The Bible says that without vision, 
the people perish and i don't want you to live your life without vision and without expectancy from god because that is what god is all about for those of you listening for the first time or those of you who have listened to me and i want you to correspond with us in some way somehow join our mailing list it's an awesome thing where you can get the word and keep on receiving the word call us during regular working hours our home phone at the church is 340-778-1575 340-778-1575 we love you and we'll see you next time on another broadcast bye-bye we thank you for listening to today's broadcast and we invite you to come back and join us next time until then continue living a life of victory Today on Living a Life of Victory. In order for your faith to work, your faith must see something. If your faith can't see it, your faith can't get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith got to see it before your faith get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith need to see itself being there before it gets there. And now for today's teaching series entitled Faith That Sees. Here's Pastor Dexter Skeppel. You need to put your faith in action. Do you all remember that? If you have faith, your faith needs to be in action. In order for God to use your faith, your faith has to be in action. you all remember that? Well, today we want to talk about the faith that sees. Because your faith got to see something. Your faith got to see it. Amen. Your faith has to see it. So in the book of Matthew chapter 14, we're going to start off in verse 22 and end up probably in verse 32, and we allow the Spirit of God to minister to us. It says this in verse 22, and it says, Straightway, Jesus constrained his disciple to get into a ship, to go before him to the other side. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mount apart to pray. And when he was, the evening was come, he was there alone. And when the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, with the winds contrary, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went Unto them walking on the sea. And when his disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a what? Come on, say it loud. It is a what? It is a spirit. And they cried out for what? But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And when he had come, and when Peter had come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Say, you got to get out the boat. Come on, come on. Come on, say it again. You got to get out the boat. Come on, tell yourself, talk to yourself. Come on, say, uh, yeah. you cannot walk on the water if you stay in the boat. You cannot walk on water until you get out of the boat. If you stay in the boat, you cannot walk on the water. So you got to make up your mind. If I'm going to walk on the water, I have to what? That's not anything too deep, is it? Now, in order for you to walk on the water and get out the boat, you have to leave some people behind. Because a lot of us want to walk on the water with somebody else. Sometimes you got to walk on the water by yourself. And you got to prove God for yourself, by yourself. And when your faith works for you, that's when others would follow. 
Now you know it's very comfortable in the boat. See, a, a birds of a feather, what they do? They just, they're just in a group, a big old happy group. And sometimes when you leave your group, they criticize you. I said, when you leave your group, they criticize you. And if you are people prone, you go back into the boat. Come on, somebody. And stay in the boat with them and sink in the boat with them. And sometimes it's good to get out and walk on this water by yourself. See, if you have too many. ah, Thank you, Holy Ghost. See, having too many friends sometimes can be a problem. Can I get a hand over here? Can I get can I get can I can I get some can I get some love over here? Because I ain't feeling no love over here. I said sometimes having too many friends. With too many opinions can sometimes work against you, especially if you're in the same boat with them. Because a lot of people will love you if you stay in the boat with them. And Peter made up his mind, I'm not going to stay in this boat with these other disciples. I'm going to step out and take a risk and walk on this water and see what this water feels like. Do you know what kept those other disciples in the boat? Fear kept them in the boat. And what keeps us in the same boat is fear. Afraid of what other people are going to say. Let me tell you something. If you live your life being afraid of what other people are going to say, you will stay in the same boat for the rest of your life. How many of you know sometimes when you leave the boat, you just have to leave in silence? Oh, boy, just geez. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Let me say that again because some, some, some people miss this. This is, this, is deep, this is deep. When you leave the boat, you must leave the boat in silence. Don't announce that you're leaving the boat because it's harder to leave the boat if you announce to everybody I'm leaving the boat. You just walk out the boat. And whenever they figure out that you are no longer in the boat... By the time they start criticizing you about leaving the boat, you already outside the boat. Come on, somebody. Come on, clap your hands. Come on. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands. Hallelujah. Because some people will never let you leave. If you leave and make an announcement that you're leaving, they'll never let you leave. Man, we've been in the same church for all our life. Your grandmother went to this church. Your auntie went to the church. You know, auntie, auntie, you love. How are you going to leave us like that? How are you going to leave? See, some people will tell you why it's better for you to stay in this same boat. Because it doesn't mean because you're comfortable that I'm going to be comfortable. Peter got to the point and the place where he was no longer comfortable staying in the boat with them. See, if you are comfortable staying in the same boat, then when you're comfortable, we always stay in the same boat. But how many know when you're not comfortable, it's time to exit the boat? Are y'all with me this morning? Because I'm... Are y'all, are y'all listening? So, in this thing, him, Peter had to leave the boat in silence. Now, I hope you got a revelation on this because some of us have been leaving and been making a whole heap of ado about us leaving. Just leave in silence. And when you leave in silence, you get to leave a lot quicker and a lot easier. By the time they figure it out, you're already gone. Now, here we go now. I love this here because this is revelation knowledge that's coming here fresh and free to you. And Peter answered and said unto him, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come on the water unto thee. And he said, what? He said, what? Come. What is that? 
an open invitation for anybody who wants to come, to come. He said, come. But only one came. He says, and when Peter had come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the winds that was boisterous, and that's why I want to park here today, is what are you seeing? What, what are you seeing? What are you seeing in your life? What are you seeing? Are you seeing good things in your future? Are you seeing good things? Are you seeing good things? I talked to a young individual recently, and he said, I don't see myself living past 55. How many of you know 55 is much too young to die? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on. I said 55 is a little bit too young to die. Especially you got to get that social security check. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I ain't dying unless I get that. Amen. I don't put too much money in that. I want my money back. Amen. And for spite, I'm living over 100 because I'm getting all my money back. I want my money back. They've been taking too much. So come on, somebody. I want my social. That's the only reason I'm living past 100 because I'm going to get my social. Amen. Can somebody say amen to the preacher? Amen. I'm getting my social. I don't know if they have social security, but I'm going to get mine. Amen. I have to grandfather me, and I didn't put so much in there. I'm, how many of you understand what I'm saying? I'm living long just to get my social security back. Amen. Can somebody say he's a crazy preacher? Hallelujah. Crazy in a good way. Amen. So anyhow, here, here we go. Here we go. When he saw the wind was boisterous, he was what? Afraid. What do you see? Because in order for your faith to work, your faith must see something. In order for your faith to work, your faith must see something. If your faith can't see it, your faith can't get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith got to see it before your faith get it. Your faith got to see it. Your faith need to see itself being there before it gets there. Here we go now because your faith needs to see it. Nothing happens until your faith is able to see. Nothing happens in the spirit realm until your faith is able to see it. See, I see some things, henceforth I speak it. So your faith needs to see. Now, here we go. I want you to, to let's go back. Uh, let's go to, to Matthew chapter Let's go to Matthew chapter 8. Your faith needs to see something. Now, you know what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 29, don't you? In verse number 12, it says, and without, uh, no, in, in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people, what? If nobody can see, then nobody can go. When nobody sees something, nobody can go there. So in essence, my faith needs to see it. I need to see it. If it is, if it is believing God for a spouse, you have to see yourself with your spouse. Are you listening to me? Not with somebody else's spouse. Come on. Not with somebody else's spouse. If you need to see something, I see myself. I see myself a certain way. So guess what? Because I see it. That means I can receive it because I can see it. There's a story of an individual, a young man, who he wanted to become 
the dean of a college. So every day he would dress up like the dean. And he will walk past the dean's office. And he said, one of these days, I'm going to be the dean. Why? Because faith has to see it. And when faith see it, faith has to speak it. So you got to see it. So every time he passed by the office dressed up like the dean, he said, one of these days, I'm going to be the dean of this college. Faith got to speak something. Faith have to see something. If you can see it, you can get it. And this man, this young man, keep on saying this. I'm going to be dean of this college. Somebody saw him one time. He said, you always dressed up like you are the dean of this college. And guess, he said, guess what he said? He said, one of these days. What did he say? One of these days, I'm going to be what? See, his faith was challenged. And immediately when his faith was challenged, he responded with where he was going. So he said, you always dressing up like you think you're going to be the dean of this college. What's what he said? Ma, I'm going to be one of these days. I'm going to be what? Child of God, you have to see yourself there. Are you all listening to me? You, you have to see yourself there. Do you see yourself where God wants you to be? Because if you can see yourself there, you can get there. Your faith can get you there. If you see yourself as an international businessman, you have to see yourself there. Go ahead and buy yourself a briefcase. You got to see yourself there. You have to see yourself there. If, if that's what you say you see, then you're going to start acting like what you see. Are you listening to me here, child of God? You have to act the way you see yourself. Now, listen to me. If somebody sees you in a way that you don't see yourself, then don't receive it. Are are y'all listening to me here? Is is anybody? Is anybody? If somebody see you in a wrong way, that I don't see myself in that way, then you don't receive that. I see you. I see you. I'm poor. No, I don't receive that. Why? Because that's not the way I see myself. Now, in order for faith to work, faith needs a plan. I want you to write this down. If you, if you say you have faith, then where is the plan? Faith can't work unless faith has a plan. I said faith cannot work until faith has a plan. Faith needs a plan. In order for faith to jump aboard and ride this train, faith needs a plan. If you are going to move in the things of God, faith needs a plan. Your faith needs a plan. Your faith needs to see. Your faith needs to hear. Your faith needs to talk. If you have faith, your faith needs a plan. Your faith needs to see. Your faith needs to talk. Faith is a living organism that's on the inside of you. Are you listening to me here, child of God? There is nobody that can stop you from being successful but you. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, When it's all finished, it really, really the finger ought to be pointed at you because a lot of times we're afraid to point at ourselves. It's easy to blame everybody else. It's easy to blame a senator, a governor, a sitting president. Why? Because it's easy because it was their fault. But when it comes time to point at ourselves, we don't do the pointing at ourselves. Come on, point at yourself. Say, the problem is me. In essence, I need to see something. My faith needs to get a hold of a target and see it and receive it by faith. Here we go. Here we go. Mark chapter 8. Let's see if we got something here. Let's see if we got something here. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 8 verse 22. Your faith needs to see something. Here we go. Here we go. It's the story of the blind man. How many of you know that when you're blind and you cannot see by faith, 
It's like everything comes to a halt in your life. Everything comes to a halt. You can't really do the things that you want to do. Why? Because everything has come to a halt. Why? Because we're not seeing things. I need to see it. And and I'll tell you more about this at another time. Um, But there was one particular brother and he... He, um, he was trying to get me to buy something, and I said, and I said, I said, I, I don't see myself there. I, said, I, I just, I just, I just don't, I don't see myself there. How many of you know when you don't see it, you, you, you can't really, you can't really go there? No, no, no. Okay, can I use another example since so y'all didn't get that? We, we, um, Terry is a Terry needs prayer. He's lots of prayer. We went to this car dealership years ago. I'll tell you all the story. What kind of car was it again? It was the Bentley. It was the Bentley. It was the Bentley. It was the Bentley. You remember it. You remember it. It was the Bentley. We went to the Bentley dealership. And for those of you who don't know what a Bentley um, is, a Bentley is a very expensive car. It's like buying two houses. It's like buying two houses. So, you know, we were just driving in, in, in Florida. We were, we were driving. Just stop, stop, stop. All right. We pull ourselves in there, you know, and... And I don't know, Bentley car salesman is a little bit, you know, they're on the uppity side, you know. So we got in there, you know, and um, we sat down. And, um, and, 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 and the guy said, he said, he said, Oprah has a car like this. You know, I ain't saying nothing. You know, I'm just keeping my mouth shut. Terry wanted to go sit in the Bentley. I mean, I don't want to go sit in no Bentley, amen. I feel they might charge me. So I ain't going to no Bentley, man. I'm just sitting outside in the car. I'm just being as cool. I mean, they just went in the car. They sit in the Bentley. And Terry said this. Now, listen to this now because this is how fate speak. I did not say we're going to buy a Bentley. I said Terry was in the Bentley. Let me don't scare you now. I said Terry was in the Bentley. She sat down and then she said, I can see myself driving one of these. I can hear you all ain't want to clap because I didn't want to clap either. Amen. Trust me, I won't be clapping at all. No, 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 seriously, seriously. No, 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 no. I said 300 something dollars in the car, and I was like, hmm. Hmm. let me go to yes. In my mind, I'm saying, let's, let me, see, because when I talk to myself, I talk to myself in cruiser. So let me go to yes quick, my son, before these people call the police. So we're in there, we're sitting down, and, and Terry said, I could, I could see myself in this. And then she got the matter even worse. She started asking the man questions. Well, where is this? And how does this work? And, 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 and how about this? And how about that? And, and how about this? And I'm like, come on, just shut up. Let's get out of this. Because we're driving the man crazy. The man know we ain't come to buy no Bentley. We just want to sit down in a man's car. And we in there. I said, I'm just in my mind. I'm like, how many, have you ever talked, those of you who are married, have you ever talked to your spouse and you like, this, this, this. And you go like, <laughs> <laughs> you go like, <laughs> like, but deep down inside, you're talking like, just let's go, let's, let's, let's just go. I mean, let's go. This is embarrassing. You talking to me? This is completely embarrassing. I was like, so we, we we're there in the middle of this stuff, and I'm saying like, okay, let's let's just go. And then she kept on saying, I can see myself in this. I can see myself in this. Now listen to me. With faith, your faith must see yourself there. Before you get there, 
If you cannot see yourself there, you will never get there. Why? Because faith will never allow you to get there until you see yourself there. Okay, I lost y'all. Okay, I lost y'all. Hello, here we go again. Here we go again. Now, let's go. I'm going to give you another example because that first one bombed, the second one bombed. So let me go to the third one now. Okay, let me go to somewhere y'all can receive a little bit. Maybe I go down a little bit, a little bit of notch. What Terry would do is Terry would go in shores and she would start taking pictures. Click, click, click. And me in the back of my mind with my face says, you can click all you want. <laughs> click, click, go ahead and click. You can click. Click, go ahead, click. Click, click yourself right on. Go ahead. Use all of it. Click. Dex, isn't this, when she's trying to, to, to suit me over, Dex, isn't this beautiful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But deep down in the heart, deep down on the inside, I'm saying like, you could stand there with your nonsense. I live in Clifton Hill and I'm happy. Now listen to this now. I'm helping you now with something. There are times people have to drag your faith. Come on, somebody. Are you understanding this? Come on. Hello, 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 hello. There are people that God has put in your life to help get you out of where you are. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands. Come on. And all they're trying to do is to get you to believe something bigger than where you currently are right now. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? So your faith is going to need somebody to help you to see stuff. And if you're not going to get somebody who can help you see, you can never go. You'll stay in the same place for the rest of your life. Why? Because nobody is trying to get you to see bigger. So all the time I'm refusing to see bigger. Why? Because what? I'm more comfortable in the boat. Come on. Once you're comfortable in the boat, you literally get mad for people who are trying to show you stuff outside the boat. Come on, somebody. Come on. So what God does is God bring people around you to show you stuff outside the boat that you can go outside the boat. But you've got to have enough faith to believe God that I can achieve what is outside the boat, too. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. So I say it now. Over you that you are going to live in the best. I say it now. If you stay in this church. You're going to hear me preach it over you every Sunday. You are going to live in the best. If, I, if I'm telling you. I don't care how much you scream over it. I said you are going to live in the best. You are going to wear the best. You are going to drive the best. You're going to have a first class life. For the rest of your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I must tell you right now, my Bentley faith is not there yet. I'm far away from Bentley faith. Amen. I'm far, but I'm getting there now because what? Somebody has to show you so that you can see it first. I'm not talking about cars and homes. I'm talking about life. That God wants you to have a better life. Are you listening to me? God wants you to have a better life. Now, in the book of 
Mark, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 8. Are you all there? I'm not there yet. Are you in Mark chapter 8, verse 22? Here we go. Talking about the blind man getting healed. Because if you're blind, spiritually, you need your healing today. You need your healing today. You need to be able to see some things that you cannot achieve, but you can achieve by faith. Amen? Are you there? And he that cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and beseech him, or besought him, to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. I want you to see this. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. My good God almighty. And after he put his hands on him, upon his eyes, he made him look up. I want you to stop. 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 Look at me now. Look at me. Look at me. The Bible says he made him look up. Ah, y'all didn't catch that. He made him look up. He didn't look up on his own. He was looking down and he he made him look up. He was looking, he, wherever he was looking, he was not looking up and he made him look up. Hello, hello somebody. His head was down. He wasn't looking at the right direction. And the Bible says he made him look up. In the spirit realm today, God is going to make you look up. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. He, he, he looked at him and he made him look up. Glory to God. If you're looking down today and you're looking at the wrong thing, God is going to make you look up. If you're looking down, God is going to make you look up. Why? Because God could not use him until he make him to look up. Come on. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Come on, God, today in the spirit realm, what Terry was doing for me is she was making me look up. That's the end of our broadcast for Living a Life of Victory. We hope you received something out of today's message. To order the series, Faith That Sees, please call 340-778-1575 and ask for the media sales representative. For more information about our ministry, please log on to our website at www.speakthewordministries.org. Stay tuned for final words from Pastor Dexter Skeppel. Over the years, the power of prayer has grown tremendously among mature Christians, new believers, and even children in their primary years. For some of us, when we pray, we sometimes feel that our prayers are left unanswered. Well, let us stand in intercession for you. Our prayer counselors are ready to stand on God's word in agreement with you to help you in any prayer facet in your life. You can call us at 340-778-PRAY. That's 340-778-7729. Our phone lines are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and our prayer counselors are eagerly waiting to assist you. So call us now. We are here for you. As promised, 
Here are final words from Pastor Dexter Skeppel. Praise the Lord. God bless you. We're talking about faith that sees. If your faith cannot see the end thing, and your faith cannot receive the end thing, and that is what God has given you, you'll never get it. You have to see it first. And you need to have faith that sees. I want to release this word on you today like never before. Faith that sees. And I know that as a result of God's word that your life will never be the same again. The Bible says that without vision, the people perish. And I don't want you to live your life without vision and without expectancy from God because that is what God is all about. For those of you listening for the first time, or those of you who have listened to me, and I want you to correspond with us in some way, somehow. Join our mailing list. It's an awesome thing where you can get the word and keep on receiving the word. Call us during regular working hours. Our home phone at the church is 340-778-1575. 340-778-1575. We love you, and we'll see you next time on another broadcast. Bye-bye. We thank you for listening to today's broadcast, and we invite you to come back and join us next time. Until then, continue living a life of victory.